You gotta be. Science went too far. If someone or something doesn't take action soon, man as we know it will be eradicated by this threat. Two men have taken up the challenge of figuring out a way to survive. They call this process beer movies. Welcome to Beer Movies, where we review movies that are not too great or maybe so bad they're amazing. But who knows, maybe the beers are better. So let's open a beer. Jesus. Try not to spill it. I know. Break my finger trying to open the bloody thing. Uh, As we review Minotaur from 2006. As ever, I'm joined by my co-host, Addison. Hello. Hello. Let me have a little sip while we uh, do a little pouring. Delicious, good stuff every week. Actually, not every week. Some weeks, no, are, not every week. Some That's weeks are questionable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's kick off with a summary of the film that we watched this week. So, when the villagers offer their brethren as a sacrifice to the Minotaur, Theo, played by Tom Hardy, sets off on mm-hmm. a harrowing quest to the labyrinth to kill the evil bull god. Yeah. This was interesting, this was, actually. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's on a weird sort of level, like... If it didn't have a future Hollywood A-lister, yeah, I don't think it would come into question about it being a beer movie. But because it does, and there's a couple of other pretty big actors back in day, mm-hmm. there's a there's a question mark on this one. I think about whether we would count it as a B movie and maybe even a beer movie. Which okay, is different. yeah, I get where you're coming from. I think it's yeah. a hard one because where do we sit? Like Tom Hardy, obviously, he's done a lot of jobs. But this was his first starring role. Yeah, I think for him, fair enough. But then you've got someone like Tony Todd, who yeah, literally, took, man. literally took any fucking job. So yeah, he's well known throughout the industry of doing just ridiculous tie-ins and stuff. Yeah, and then you also had Rutger Hauer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's another quite big name in this. Yeah, that, that um, was the thing. It was kind of like, uh, this doesn't seem that budget. Especially when we recently said to a friend that we weren't going to review a certain film because it was way too high budget. I think that's too... It's almost like... It's too famous, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think... The, like who's, who's, who's heard of Minotaur from 2006? No, this one was like niche enough. And when you went, yeah. I was got some hardy in it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. This felt like wow. if someone did Lord of the Rings on a budget... And then spliced in ball. <laughs> okay, I get the ball comparison. I'm not getting, not quite sure where you're getting all the rings from. <laughs> I think uh, it's just the okay. old worldy epic. I was getting the feel at the start. I was like, oh, here we go. They're in a villain. Fantasy. Yes, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a lover of fantasy, if I'm honest. I see. Do you know what this kind of uh, um, harkened back to in my head? Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that Hercules film with The Rock? Oh yeah, the really is that the one the really bad CG as well? Uh, possibly, I've seen it once years ago. Yeah, uh, but it's a it's a um, uh, was it what do they call these films? They're like it's not socks and sandals. Uh, it's like <laughs> I don't. It's know. like there's like a term for okay. it, and it's something sandals um, sort of fantasy film, like you're Jason and the Argonauts. Sort of yeah, got yeah. Um, and then Hercules um, kind of fits within that, but then it's doing a similar sort of thing where it's like taking something that is fantastical and then 
kind of grounding it mm. a little bit. Um, yeah, because you've got Greek it's been a long mythology. Time since I saw that film, but yeah, Greek mythology thrown in into swords and sandals. Fuck me, swords. And... Well, that makes that makes a sandals. lot of sense. I like the socks yeah. and sandals. I think you should change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's kind of got that because uh, it it, it the, the, we'll get straight into it. The min, the Minotaur in this isn't what you would classically describe as a Minotaur. No, it's just a particularly ugly bull. It, it looks very much like Boar from the film we watched oh, a few weeks back. I can't remember exactly yes. when we watched it, yeah. but that's what it gave me the vibes of. Yeah, it definitely has that sort of um, aesthetic to it. Um, so it's kind of taking that line of, yeah, maybe there was a giant bull under a labyrinth, under a random ancient <laughs> civilization, and then it just got exaggerated into a minotaur. Um and they do, they do call it that in this film, but that's kind of the line it's taking. Oh, yeah, they called it Minotaur quite a few times in this film, as uh, yes. we have tracked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not in that opening monologue. Yeah, well, strange, wasn't it? I think, see, that's yeah. where I think potentially like my brain's gone a little bit to Lord of the Rings with like the book at the start, and it's like, these lands, and it's like, okay. Okay, maybe the other, okay, the other <laughs> one then, Shrek, because Shrek, they do it with the book at the start. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. I've just I've insulted you twice. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but I, on the whole, I think this is probably one of the. There's nothing wrong with this film. No. Really. It's not really it's... a standout beer movie. No, no, it's not. It's it's just one of those run of the mill. It's not crap enough. Almost. Yeah. I think that's the thing. You want it to be worse because it's just landed in that. I think we've always had that theory that there is a anything below like a three star on IMDb is great, mm. and anything higher than like an eight is like obviously yeah very good. Good, and then you got that kind of weird middle bit where everything's just a little bit boring. Yeah, and this kind of falls right in the middle of that. Because what is this a three point six or something like that? Ah, so yeah, yeah, okay. Or is it for the already shot? Is it next week? I'm thinking of. I, 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 have you got the spreadsheet in front of you? Can you confirm that stat for me? Uh, I don't want to be like, oh, it's definitely a three point six when it's not. I feel like I've seen. Yeah, that these number. things these things fluctuate anyway. Uh, I, this is a three point seven, so yeah, oh, that's uh, close. Uh, just above that three, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm surprised it's that low, to be honest. Maybe it's um, one of those ones that because people find it because it's got Tom Hardy and they bump it down a couple yeah, of points. Yeah, I think that's definitely what it is. People have gone, that's his first film. Yeah. Let's kind of give it a watch and it's... That's leading film, yeah. should point it out. It's enjoyable, it's just a bit bland in places. Yeah, and there's a there's a big chunk in the middle where not much happens. Yeah. Um, I thought the beginning, like the setup, I actually thought was alright. Uh, after the book and kind of when you first meet him in his little town. Um it's doing some like good world building, I'd say. Oh yeah, definitely. I think like there's a few ominous parts as well where you've got kind of like the old is it the old woman? She's kind of standing there just watching. Uh, the well, the leper. Yeah, and the, it's kind of yeah. like the world building's there, good, and you're expecting them to come and infiltrate the town. But the only thing I didn't really get was this whole thing of like every three years they take like eight kids to sacrifice. Yeah, and they're like, they keep oh. calling them kids. Yeah, he's like, I can't like... take him, but it's like it's a twenty-nine-year-old fucking Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's not a kid unless you're trying to do an in-betweeners. I'm a child. 
Oh, and none of them. But none like, of clearly, kids. all the people who go are like 20s, 30s. reproaching yeah. 30s. <laughs> Don't take my child, who is an adult man. Yeah, it is quite funny that they keep doing that. I wonder if they're meant to be like, maybe in like an initial script, they were like 16 and they just never changed it. Oh, yeah, that is a good point, isn't it? Is it? I feel like we've watched something elsewhere. It's like that. It's like. Probably. Um, yeah, it definitely seems like. Because it's got that plot device of um, your Hunger Games sort of thing. Like, it's basically that. Yeah. Oh, like, I, that is the plot. <laughs> I know exactly what film it is where the age is incorrect for the person they picked. And it, I've somehow really? I managed to go back here. Find Destination 2, which also has Tony Todd in it. Ooh, yeah, Shout okay. Out. That uh, roller coaster? And it's, no, the second one is the trucks with the. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. they have the yeah. son that goes to the dentist. But the way they play the son in the film is as if he's a child, but he's like oh, 16, yeah. 17. Yeah, because it dies in a really stupid way chasing birds, yeah. right? Yeah, he gets flattened by them. Yeah, yeah, that always bothered me because I was like, why is this like 15, 16 year old chasing pigeons? Yeah, and I feel like it's probably the studio's gone, we can't kill kids. And that's probably what they might have done yeah. here with Minotaur. They've gone, oh, we've kind of Maybe. got to toe yeah. the line here a little bit. Yeah, really weird. Actually, it's weird that Tony's holding in both. Like, Tony. What else are you going to be in that we're going to talk about? Probably something else very yeah. soon. Um, is he in that one? No, he's not, but I feel like he could uh, be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's, it, you just take out the line, because there's only a few lines where they say kids. Yeah. It's just a bit like, none of you are children. Yeah, I suppose the way I thought about it is that maybe they've every they've taken so many kids that there's no really there's no kids left, maybe? Well, I mean, you definitely don't see any in the village, Yeah, so that could fit, yeah. So maybe it's like, oh, you're um, just the youngest of your village. Yeah. I don't know why, but for like the first half hour, 40 minutes, I thought they said nine years, every nine years mm. they were doing it. Um, so I was like, how is this? So like the whole kind of plot device is that he goes in because he's trying to rescue his um, his old girlfriend yeah. who got taken in one of the previous ones. I was like, mate, like this old lady has told you that she's alive. For nine years? But that's because I must have heard something wrong. I actually said three. Yeah, but even three years is like... Even three years is a bit like... Mm, there's so many rats you can eat. <laughs> Just wasting away. Eating at the boar, probably. That's what she's been doing. Oh, sorry, the minotaur. Yeah. Not the boar. The minotaur. Yeah, what did you uh, think of the labyrinth in general? It was pretty generic, Just yeah. Like... Endless caves, right? Yeah. Nope. I feel like you could have um, had some fun with that. Gone a bit like... Did you ever watch Cube? Yes. Yeah, it's like changes. weird yeah. box. And yeah, I feel like you could have done that and have it be a bit more purposeful. But I get why it's kind of going back to that. They're trying to keep it grounded a little bit. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's like you've got this level of what they're wearing looks futuristic in a way sometimes. And then you've got yeah. this just standard cave with an animal running around. And it's just like, okay, it's yeah. back in time again. Yeah, I think they could have done some like futuristic stuff and it actually would have been quite fun. Yeah, I think I think they could have had a lot more fun with this. I think this just needed like another rewrite and maybe a bit more creativity put into it. Yeah, this is on the cusp of being a good film, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know what I kind of got the vibe of? And this film is way better. And I don't know why. Um Pitch Black. Yeah. Which would have been about the same sort of time. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a sci fi version of this in vibe wise. And I feel like if this had a better uh creative 
happened, but maybe it could have gone that sort of line. Imagine, yeah, Tom Hardy doing like Riddick stuff. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, it's crazy that this was uh, filmed. So this was 2006, right? So it's one year after Batman Begins, and within that time frame, Tom Hardy got famous enough to then be in the uh, obviously the Dark Knight. That's Riders. crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because wait, Dark Knight Rises was the oh yeah, the third one, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Like you've gone. Who is this actor? Oh, yeah, well known from Minotaur two thousand six. Is this this is before Bronson as well, which is two years after this? Because even Bronson's not like a Isn't big, it? massive film, is it? In terms of global. No, but I think people point to it as the one that put him on the map. Yeah, definitely. Bit. Yeah, you look at him like his portrayal of Charles Bron- Bronson and then the Cray twins as well. Pretty good. Legends, fantastic. Yeah, but that was way later. Oh yeah, yeah that's way in the future. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, before yeah. we get to other bits, should we first mention how bad is his haircut? It's fucking atrocious. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's going for. It's kind of like um, it's like a it's like a greasy Aragorn look, but really bad wig. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. So feel free from there, and then we'll get to the intermission. So should we do that part? Yes. <laughs> intermission. Tom Hardy, your mm-hmm. hair shit. Don't beat me up, please. <laughs> What beverage have you got this week? Okay, so... Oh, oh God. <laughs> the yeah. eyebrow raise in it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to lead you on something here. Tony Todd portrays a... Candyman? In this. Oh, in this. Um, What does he portray? A king. A king, yeah. And would you say that he is jealous of Tom Hardy potentially hooking up with his sister? Yeah, because he wanted to hook up with his own sister. We'll get to that later yeah. in this podcast. But So, if you were to assign a colour to Envy, what would it be? Is it green? By any uh, yes, yes it is. Uh, can you take a wild leap and guess what beer I've brought in? It's, it's a green king IPA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's really reaching this week. Fucking Just hell. Just wait, wait until next week's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thing is... I said, the... I said you've been impressive to do it for 46 episodes, <laughs> fair play, but Jesus Christ, that was a push this week. I thought I was quite proud of that one. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'll move on to my, my beer then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, green with envy, obviously. My can is uh-huh. also yep. green. I've got a Danish Pilsner Carlsberg. Nice, lovely. I think normal Carlsberg just tastes like shit, but the Danish Pilsner one's actually right. I did not realise there was a difference, to be honest. I can't remember the last time I had a Carlsberg. Yeah, for me, obviously, we know. Pilsner. Love it. And I just had this kick around in my fridge, and I thought, you know what? Green with envy. It's the week. Exactly. I already knew. I kind of, yeah. like, in my head. You, you'd made the connection. Yeah, because I, like... Yeah. I was going to say, our horns are connected, but that sounds really sus. Mm. So I'm going to move on. Okay. Best skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's not many picks, is there? I really thought this was going to be a disappointing one, but it kind of made up for mm-hmm. it in a couple of places. Um, there's a couple of decent ones. They're all kind of within the same sort of realm. Okay. Um, I don't know what you thought, uh, but the first... I think it's the second girl to get killed by the Minotaur. She's kind of like backing away from them, saying she's going to go her own way. Yep. Um, and then doing like a little speech. She's been really annoying actually about it all. Um, and then gets stabbed mid-speech. Through um, the back of the head. 
through the back of the head and it comes out of the mouth. I thought that was pretty good. It looked good. Um, mm-hmm. It was at a good point. Um, yeah. Just quite an effective kill, I thought. I'm somehow going to manage to link it again, but similar to the first Fire Destination where she's back in out okay. of the road and she gets smashed by the bus. It's kind of that vibe. It's like she's whining, she's stepping back, and you yes. can just tell yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. And then it happens. Mm-hmm. And I think the way it penetrates through the back of her head as well was similar to Boar. I think that's where like, I'm making yeah, comparisons. Yeah, Boar, I, I think I picked the same kill yeah, you from did. Boar. Yeah. So what I've, yeah. I've chosen this as my best kill as well. Because yeah. it is the standard. I think it is the best. Yeah. So what score have you gone with? There's a couple of okay ones. It's mostly being impaled. And yeah. There's, ones, a f- but... like, there's one other one where like, they full run at them and they splat them into the wall but there's a lot of cutaway yeah i think that's the problem yeah we find that a lot with these sort of things um i did like the one who falls down there there's like two of them trying to climb out yes. of it um, and she falls onto it i thought that was quite good it gets skewered but i think it's the thing isn't it it's, i kind of when that happened i thought about what you said about sharks in the past and how there's only so much you can it's the do same thing yeah yeah obviously i wasn't expecting minotaurs to be an issue here but yeah. it is what can they do? Uh, do you think you would have been a bit more receptive if we hadn't already watched Ball, which had some very similar things, possibly even better ones? It's hard, isn't it? I think yeah. Ball kind of just was straight away like, oh, it's similar, like the tusks. I think if Ball had done, if Minotaur had done more like biting, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. there is capacity for it. Yeah, because it's got like a weird jaw mouth thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think they could have done... Because I don't know about you, before we kind of mentioned the points for this, there was a point where the Minotaur's kind of off in the distance in this tunnel cave. Yeah. It looks like it's Tom Hardy's character waving, but it's just the Minotaur, like, creating that illusion. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he's like, oh, okay. And it kind of... Have you watched The Ritual? Yes. Yeah, that's the entity at the end of that film. And how it's got yeah, human yeah. features as well. It kind of reminded me of that. I was like, they could have really gone okay. spooky with yeah. it, and they just didn't. It's just like, oh, skewer again, skewer again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I've gone with a 71 for the kill that you've chosen. Oh, okay. I've been way harsh. Um, I gave it 29. That's fair enough then. Yeah. <laughs> we managed to get a nice round score there, to be fair. Yeah, I just, I just thought it, it, was, it was a good individual kill. But looking at everything else, I think 29 is deserved. Yeah, whereas for me, I think this was the standout kill in this film. It reminded yeah, me of the other films that have done it well. And I think it was probably the best. It deserves, I think it deserved higher points. But as we know, we're harsh in different places, so. Yeah, yeah, true. Wait for the bonus points, Radson gives it zero. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else was there? Uh, so we said about the kids I say yeah. kids in um, apostrophes, air quotes, whatever yeah. um, the bit I didn't like is that Tony Todd's character kind of explains that like, they get this whole girl on girl kissing scene and the that's really weird wasn't yeah, it yeah and he was like the, the flesh needs to be aroused I'm like but the storyline yeah. was meant to be kids you've not changed that you've still said they're kids yeah and now you're being like, oh, they're supposed to be aroused. I'm like, mm. it's all a bit gross because that's a sister as well, which is a whole other point. Yeah, the incest storyline was a bit like, what? Yeah. I mean, at least it's back when TV didn't like fetishize that Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least they do kind of treat it as creepy. 
do they? I don't think. Like, I think Tony Charles kind of leans fully into. Obviously, it's, it's not him. Yeah, but the the sister's clearly not into it. Yeah, exactly. But he's very much um, like, I want to put my seed in you, sister, and I'm like, yeah. The, it was the way he phrased it. Yes, horrendous. It was like, it makes your skin crawl. Yeah. It was. I was fully cringed out watching that. Yeah. In fact, I wrote, bear my seed is a horrible phrase. <laughs> and I even put, like, because she doesn't kill herself, but it looks like she's killed herself. Yeah. And I, th- I put, yeah, I'm not surprised she suicided herself after that situation, because it is horrendous. Mm-hmm. The storyline is horrid. The erotic side of it for the kids is weird. And I'm glad they yeah. aged up the actors, and it wasn't actually children, because this would have been... Yeah, God knows what's going on there. This would have been I'm a hard no watch, out, otherwise. Yeah, um... And I'm telling that one, Jesus. Um, yeah, rough. Did you? I, I quite liked the design of the Minotaur. I mean, obviously the CG is a bit wonky because it's 2006 and it kind of still weren't quite there with that sort of stuff. It's not bad what though. Do you think of it? It's not bad at all. I feel like it's probably a big chunk of the budget. If it had one, yeah. Um, and paying yeah. the two famous actors, and then maybe a bit of Tom Hardy as well. Uh, yeah, but I, th- I thought the actual design was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a weird. It kind of reminds me of like the alien resurrection weird hybrid thing because it's like really pale and icky. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Whereas I, mine was like a bastardization of like the ritual and ball like together in a really weird way. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm running out of things to say. Yeah, I think it's the same. It's one of them that it's was fun. Mm. Better writing, maybe more budget, and this actually wouldn't have even featured on this podcast. Yeah, I, I reckon so. This is throwing that line now, I think. Yeah, I, I just I saw it on Prime and was like, that looks crap. Oh, Tom Hardy's in this. When else will I ever watch this? <laughs> I think we also this replaced the film that you also chose that was meant to be like a sword in the stone kind of thing. Oh, it might have been. You were going fantasy yeah. anyway, regardless of what we chose, and I think yeah. the other one was actually a bit too good in terms of. Uh, I like to, I like to mix it up. Uh, yeah, I don't think it looked good. But yeah, it didn't look good, but I think it is in terms of all the characteristics that it was going to yeah. have, it wasn't probably going to feature here very well. No. Yeah, I liked. I like. I'm not a big fan of fantasy, but actually, I'm happy to watch more fantasy if it's. Shit. <laughs> you are killing me here. This is so. Because I know what you mean. And it's so far away from what you I mean. Know. But whatever. This is the episode. This is the episode where I upset Alison so much he never returns. <laughs> yeah, you are upsetting me a little bit. Bonus points. Let's yeah, do let's it. move on before. Keep, keep it a short episode after last week's. Hey, there's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. There's a lot to talk marathon. about. So it was very good. Yeah. Um. So bonus points. I've gone niche with my link. So um, the Minotaur features in Dante's Inferno and Canto 12. So I'm going to go with 12 as my bonus points. Uh, lovely. Okay. Um, I, I've still I've strayed a little bit harsh again, I think, on this one. I've gone uh, 23, which has given us a final score of 489. That's not bad. Not bad. Just, yeah, I think I think this kind of fits with where we were thinking middle of the road sort of thing. Um, it's taken it into eighteen, 
that's actually quite there's high. Facing creepazoids, which yeah, like enjoyment wise, probably about on the same level. Like they're fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'd watch either again. Yeah. Uh, although this is now sitting below Larmageddon, which I would watch again. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think Larmageddon's definitely a rewatch at some point. Yeah. So there you go. Decent. Is there anything else you uh, want to pick up on? I know we're trying to scratch our heads to find other things. I mean, they knew the glass was flammable throughout the whole thing, right? Why did they act like it was a surprise? The end. Who knows? Okay. That's a question. That was it. That's a question for Tom Hardy, if you ever meet him. Yeah. I'll ask him <laughs> I love that. About Minotaur. Do you imagine that? Like, all the films he's been in, and someone goes, uh, Can you answer this one question about Minotaur from 2006, please? And he's like, The fuck? He'd probably love it. Yeah, actually. Like, when, when do you reckon the last time someone asked him about Minotaur was? <laughs> Never. Probably. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to Beer Movies. Check us out on Instagram at Beer Movies Pod or write us an email to Beer Movies Podcast Outlook.com saying what B movie or beer we should review next. And next week, we are discussing Fender Bender from 2016.